This is Generation Green's Wildflower Project, the podcast that starts conversations to create connections on this journey we're all doing called life. Together, we can grow through what we go through and bloom in spite of it all. So let's be like wildflowers and see where the wind blows us. Hello and welcome back to the Wildflower Project. I'm your host, Sherry Sobey, and I'm here today with my co-hosts and my friends, Allison and Pam, once again. Say hello, ladies. Hello. So I think today we're going to talk about uh, this dreaded year so far. Dreaded? I don't know if that's the right word for it, but January seems to have one flown by, and yet I still feel like I'm in January. I haven't transitioned to February yet. Because I'm, I, I'm thinking it should feel different. So I don't know about you folks here, but uh, January for me, I had all these great intentions, all these ideas I wanted to get started, and I'm getting these roadblocks. So I think there's something to be said about, I got to learn more about this too, about, you know, like where the planets are and the moon and how that's, what do they call it? Is it retrograde where you keep going back? Is that what it is? I call it Groundhog Day. But. Groundhog Day. <laughs> Yeah, like that's what I feel like has been happening where it's like, you know, you take two steps forward or one step forward and two back, but really it feels like it's 10 back. And then not to mention, I think just everybody wants to hibernate right now, right? Yep. With this weather? Yeah, it's just sucks. And uh, that's all I want to do. And I feel like it's just lingering and I have no plans to go anywhere hot. (laughs) Yeah. I won't say anything then. No, because you have been somewhere hot, so you don't get to complain. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know. So what's what's been happening for you guys? What has January been like? For me, January was actually pretty good. Number one, I was in Nicaragua, so it was nice and warm there. That was nice. I was enjoying myself. Um, Coming back was a bit stressful. When did you come back? Uh, On, I don't know, two weeks ago, I think it was. So been back for two weeks into minus 30 to 50 with wind chill factors. And it's been hell. Mm-hmm. And you can't go outside. Well, I mean, you can go outside, but do you want to? Yeah. So I'm finding that a little bit on the uh, depressing side. You just don't want to go anywhere. On the flip side, though, um, through some really good meditations. I don't know why. I'm not very good at meditating. But I've had some really good ones in the past couple of weeks, and it's just got me into a great headspace where I've decided, okay, I'm not going to do the depression thing. Like, sorry, you're not happening. You have to go away. And I am kicking ass on getting stuff done. Really? That's amazing. Even if it's just something silly like defrosting my freezer, which is like apparently a seven-hour job. Really? You don't I expect don't, it to take that it. long. You've never yeah. defrosted your freezer? No, I have a frost-free freezer. I don't have fancy stuff like you. Oh. <laughs> I think I still do, but it still frosts up. No, mine never frosts up. Oh. You have a defective freezer then. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think a lot of people, going back to this whole depression thing, I mean, there's that seasonal depression, yeah. right? And even just your mood is affected when you're not getting, I, I'm like, I need the sun. I need that charge. Like right now, when a little ray of sunshine comes in through the store window, I want to like find some little stool, anything just <laughs> to sit, sit in there in that like ray of sunshine like yeah. a cat and give me a book and I'm going to be just happy as pie. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of people that are struggling with that. And I've never been a fan of winter to begin with. Like I've never been no. into the winter sports or anything like that. But I'm not like I want to be hot either. Thank you very much. Because, you know, I I'm do. hot. I'm hot every single day. I'm, I'm just hot, period. 
<laughs> I, I, I don't know if I'm just like a warm person now all around or if it's just that darn menopause stuff again because, you know, we like to blame that on everything. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I feel like it really does affect my mood. And, and so I've been trying to think of ways that I can kind of maybe uh, combat it, I suppose. And uh, in a couple episodes from now, you're going to hear me talk to uh, Seeds of Love Creations, uh, Amelia McDougall. And she actually talks about how in the winter we can be in touch with uh, nature to heal and to help lift our moods. And uh, because she's big on like the whole earthing and forest bathing and what have you. But, you know, I think it's all about... um, uh, perspective and the intention and, and what you're allowing in and definitely if I just kind of think warm thoughts and visualize the sun perhaps I might start to feel that I don't know but what do you do what do you do in the winter to uh, keep your mood up it's interesting that you mentioned that forest bathing right mm-hmm. um, because I know we we went to the cottage between New Year's and it was cold but I went out every single day and it was, to me, that was like therapy and, you know, just walking in the trails or on like snowshoeing on the lake. So for me, that that's huge. So you don't mind the winter? You know what? I don't mind the winter. I, I don't mind it. And, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm finding that even like teaching classes, people come, it's minus 45 outside and people are still coming to class. And I think us as Winnipeggers or Manitobans, we're, we're like hearty. We, we continue. We still meet for friend, like with our friends for coffee. We still go to yoga. We still go to work. We still, you know what? Like, yeah, yeah we, 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 yeah, we complain about it a little bit, but this is life. And, but I agree. I think January was very hard. I felt like there was like 497 days in January <laughs> and, um, pretty close anyway. Yeah. And that's what it felt like. It felt like it never ended. But that kind of gives me to the question because I've been talking with other like friends and coworkers. But do we feel like do you guys do New Year's resolutions? No, I don't do New Year's resolutions. I do intentions or I do. um, Yeah, I think it more of an intention. Okay. Yeah. Every year I kind of set an intention about how I kind of want the year to go or what I want to do to grow as a person. Mm -hmm. But I think if you if you do resolutions, sometimes, you know, you set yourself up to fail and I'm never about failing. So um, instead, I just want to kind of say, hey, I'd really like this universe. Can you hear me? And see what happens with it. Yeah. Do you I, do, you do I resolutions? I don't actually believe no. in... in uh, really? Oh, no, look, another thing we have in common. I don't do those either. I just feel like, like you said, they're set, you're setting yourself up for failure. Mm-hmm. I like to set my intentions throughout the year. If yeah. I wake up on a Tuesday in June and I feel like, hey, that's a good idea. I should do this from now on. That's my resolution. I'm going to try to do it from there. But it's got nothing to do with the first day of the year. Mm-hmm. I used to call them revolutions. And then, like I said, this year we were at the lake and we were actually at the lake over New Year's. And I always, I'm kind of like you where I think of, like you think, I think I feel like I should be making intentions, but this year I decided to not make any intentions. Oh, really? And just make no lists and just wake up and it's just a new day. So is that funny or you're okay? Sorry. Winter colds. Oh, Oh, you've got that happening. Yeah. Well, so I think like for me, it's just, I always say one word. I kind of try to come up with one word for the year. Yeah. You know, what is this word going to be for me? Like last year it was going to be about getting uncomfortable. I wanted to Mm. get uncomfortable so that Mm. I could do things to push myself a little bit. And in like 
uncomfortable, obviously, um, to make myself just kind of go to a different place than maybe I had been before. So last year was, and, and that happened. And did you? Oh, yeah, totally, because that's when I started uh, speaking for United Way. Right. And so sharing my story. And uh, so, yeah, I put that out at the beginning of the year, and that's what kind of came to me. So, and it it didn't come to me instantly, but it obviously, like, I just love how these things happen, too, when you you do that and you open yourself and you say, like, you trust in it, that it's going to happen for you. And it was because of meeting somebody in my store, it was actually somebody that I was going to, you know, put her jewelry in and her beautiful jewelry. It's my favorite. Uh, but anyways, and, and started talking to her and she ends up that she works for United Way and she starts telling me all this stuff about United Way that I never knew before. And she said, you know, you'd be a really good speaker for United Way and share your story. And so I was like, all right. Yeah. Because I don't want to like push it away either now because that's uncomfortable for sure. Standing up and talking to perfect strangers and getting vulnerable yet. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit scared. Shit scared. Therapeutic though. So therapeutic because you know what? I opened my shame box and I, it has no control over me anymore. Like it does not. uh, So it was a huge growing year for me or a huge healing year for me. And it was half the year. So I think I'm still kind of in that. And then the beginning of this year, I said, uh, I want to be connecting. So I want to, again, I'm going to have to put myself in some. here you are. And here I am doing this. But, you know, getting out and pushing myself to really connect people. Because I've always had a problem with that. And especially like doing things on my own and connecting. I'm a terrible networker. And I'm going to do that anyways and try and... Yeah, so tomorrow I'm going to go to She Day, and it's really intimidating, the idea of going and walking into a, a room full of people that I I don't know if I'm going to know anybody. Hopefully, I'll stumble across somebody. But to I'm just sure go will. and, you know, try. Be you. Yeah, and I think it takes me back to high school or junior high or something when it was so hard to make girlfriends because I moved around so much. So I never really was able to, kind. Of, you know, they have their tight groups and you try to get in there and you try to. And so it reminds me kind of of that. And it's like, oh, are they going to be looking at me? Am I wearing what I'm supposed to be wearing? I'm much, much more comfortable with myself, right? And be like, okay, you know what? This is who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. But you still, a little something in the back of your head says, okay, I hope I'm like, what is business casual I have no idea right like am I am I appropriate you know that's this kind of stuff that goes through my head though so I think it's so busy people does it okay it's not just me I mean I do speak uh, speeches sometimes for or talks for the gift of life program Mm -hmm. on organ donation and it's the same thing I have no fear of speaking but when you walk into that room, it's kind of like the, okay, am I dressed appropriately? Should I wear this? Should I not wear that? Um, once I start speaking, I'm fine. But it's just that initial and meeting all these people. You don't know these people. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it's better when you don't know them? I, like, I find it, I have way more fear and I'm way more nervous if I'm talking in front of people I know. Right. But I love That's when true. I don't have to talk in front of, like, I've, I don't mind talking in front of people I don't know. Actually, you know what? It's true because I did actually um, decline a couple of talks where I thought I might know people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like I always like to get there first, like or early so that I can kind of settle into the room and because I'm so energy sensitive too to other people. And I just start off by saying, okay, you know, 
uh, we're going to be best friends here like really fast because I'm about <laughs> to share. And it, you know what? Them listening to me though is like, I'm so grateful for them because it is helping me heal every mm-hmm. single time I speak. It helps you heal a little yeah. bit more, right? Absolutely. So it, it it's, it's been actually an amazing experience. Um, well, you're helping scary. others heal too, right? Just like you're helping others heal as well. Like, you know, by, I think by sharing our stories and this is, I think one of the reasons we're doing this, right? Yeah. Is by sharing stuff. Well, yeah. It's not, just, it's not just the sharing. Well, the sharing is good, but it's the, when you say, like you said it just earlier, hey, another thing we have in common. Mm-hmm. Right. How many times right? Connect- have you felt like you're the only person in the world who feels this way and you felt stupid about it? You felt embar- embarrassed or ashamed for feeling a certain way and then you find out just about everybody you speak to has the same thoughts feelings yeah. or has at some point and you're going oh yeah so I'm not so I'm alone. normal <laughs> yeah I'm not alone in this whatever normal is I hate that word normal yeah, but me too you know I'm I'm not I'm not this freak I'm not this crazy woman yeah and I yeah well, we, we some may disagree <laughs> with me though yeah we all have our crazy moments <laughs> um yeah and I think that's it exactly because even like how I was saying about, you know, you grow up and you've, you've kind of become accustomed to a certain way. Like when I was younger, like I said, being so disconnected, it kind of set me up in life like that, right? Where that was my pattern. And it wasn't until I'd made a, a conscious decision where I said, okay, no, you know what? I, that does not have to be the way it is. I'm an adult now. I'm in control here and I can make changes and I can change the way I think about that. It's and hard though, isn't it? It's super it's hard. It's not as easy as you think. Because no. this past year for me was the same, like just this whole growing and the change and it's been pretty much since the end of the year. Like you said, you know, I'm still kind of in it. But mm-hmm. just that realization and that wake-up call that bullshit. This is, not, this is not working for me. Like, I'm not going to be that person. I am tired of being so depressed and mm-hmm. sad. And I couldn't remember the last time I had a belly laugh. Like, I could not remember. It's been years years and it's funny and I made that decision and I was in Nicaragua with some friends and we went to an evening out and we met some people and one of the guys that we met was so funny he and his girlfriend were two of the funniest people because they just were like a little comedy routine the two Mm -hmm. of them together and when we left she said she looked at me and she says I've never seen you laugh like that before Oh, good for you. And I went, wow. It was just kind of a wake-up call that, no, I hadn't. I hadn't. It it's been years. So like it's Since before my daughter died, I've not laughed like that. And it was, it felt good. Yeah. But it's not easy to get to that space. No. It was really, really hard to let go and to give up and then to step out of that comfort zone and start taking some steps towards things. But you can do it. Yeah, if I'm I so can proud do it. That's a good first step. Yeah. 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 They say like have a good laugh and then have a good cry. And it's supposed to be like the most cleansing. I mean, you'll be totally exhausted afterwards, uh-huh. but it's supposed to be such a cleansing thing to have both those emotions like yeah. spontaneously. Mm. I've had many simultaneously. Like laughing and crying. I've had more, way more crying. Uh, like this year so far? Oh gosh. Oh really? Yeah. Like oh. January has been like, I don't know why. It's just, it's been hard, like hard, long, hard. Yeah. Lots of tears. Yeah. And you were sick too. Oh, I was sick. Yeah. yeah. And that's For like, like a long so time. Hard. Yeah. 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 Do you think some of it has to do with coming off of Christmas? 
Christmas mm. to me is, you know, it's a beautiful holiday and it's a nasty holiday. Mm. Yeah. Like it you really know, is. It's not about anything other than commercialism anymore. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't do that at our house anymore. It's great. We do homemade gifts. Perfect. We do Christmas, uh, like, because um, with with the kids and grandkids now, we do it the Sunday before, so this way no one's rushed. Nice. So our Christmas Eve was nothing. Christmas Day was nothing. Perfect. Mm. And then we had Boxing Day again. So it was like, you know, we invited parents over if they wanted to come, but I didn't stress about food. Yeah. And you know what? It, it, it wasn't. And I think, but I think a lot of times we have that idea that you're supposed to be doing this at Christmas and you're supposed to be seeing family and you're supposed to be buying this gift and they should be wrapped this way. And yeah. Yeah. And, and I still think of that sometimes too. Like, but I put the Christmas tree up by myself and I decorate it by myself. Yeah. That's and that, me. that still kind of depresses me sometimes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but now I'm, this year I, I kind See, of I like over doing it. that by myself. Yeah, and, and and everyone's different that way, right? You like doing it by yourself? Yeah, I don't know. It's for me. It's a time to sort of zone out, and everybody goes away. I mean, I used to like it when the kids were little and they would help. Right. That was just fun. But that's a different type of, like that's just that's a different energy altogether. Yeah. Yeah. But on my own, or not on my own, but my husband. I usually wait till he's going out somewhere and yeah, that's what I do then too. I put the tree up and I decorate it slowly and I do my own thing have and wine. have a glass of wine or some eggnog yeah. if yeah. I choose to and then I don't know it just see and I'm somewhere in the middle I think because I, I that's my my only part about Christmas I actually do like is the tree when it's done and mm-hmm. looking at the the decorations and because all my whole tree is just gifted ornaments or the things the kids have made and so I don't mind putting the tree up however I do make my boys come in and put on a couple ornaments <laughs> but I don't love that I'm by myself doing it I would much I could do it myself if they all sat and watched me do it yeah um because I'm one of those kind of people it needs to be a little s- control issue there yeah and and, and I'm and I'm <laughs> And I, and I need to be seen for the things that I do. That's my love <laughs> language, right? See me. And um, so I want them to be able to see it so they appreciate it, I'm thinking. Like, see, it's not easy. It doesn't just presto. It's there. It's yeah. up. But then I love to sit back and just look at the lights. But Christmas has never... I'm always in a hurry to get December over with. Me too. Um, I've never, ever... And I think, again, that goes back to, you know, just my childhood and those memories that were not so great. Mm -hmm. So they're very much attached to my present day, even though I've tried to separate the two. Yeah. I do love like when my kids were young and how excited they would get. That was fun. But now they're older and they don't need anything. And then they ask for ridiculous things and and it's like, why? Why? Like, I can't deal with gifting it. Gifting for the sake of gifting. Yeah. And then it's the pressure. Yeah. It's like, okay, if you really want something, you're going to go get it yourself, right? Like, why Why do we have to even do that? The most fun I had was just recently with my staff for Christmas. And it was because we decided to do a uh, secret Santa that it was like, one man's trash is another's treasure. So you had to gift something you already owned or you it. made. It was so freaking fun. Everybody loved everything that they were getting. And I mean, it was hilarious from a, there was one gift that was so perfect for this one person. It was like a, a mannequin leg of some sort. And it, 
she was going to make a plant. Just the leg, not the rest of was, the body. No, just the leg. <laughs> but oh my God, it was so perfect for this person because she would be loving that. That's her total, her style. And she thought, yeah, I'm going to put a plant in that. And But I thought it was amazing. It was such fun. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And we played games and that's the kind of stuff I would like. But where my family has gotten accustomed, I think, to a, a certain way. We have a very small family, so we don't have tons of relatives. There's not a lot of visiting. I'd probably like that if there was more drop-in and drop-out and what have you. But there's really not a lot of that either. So I want to push past it really fast. Not not a big fan. Yeah, no, I agree with that too. We push past it pretty fast too in our family. It's I, I don't know, I guess... When you've had a lot of death in your family too, you, you it's amplified at Christmas, mm-hmm. the people that are missing. It, I mean, it is all year long. Any special occasion, you miss the people mm-hmm. who aren't there. So this year we were missing, you know, my daughter. We were missing my father, my father-in-law. I mean, we've lost a lot of people in the last 12 months and not even in 10 months, we lost two parents. And it was just a, a Christmas that nobody really wanted to be a part of. It's, it's depressing in itself. And then I think when you come out of it, and maybe that's why I'm having such a good January because yeah, December's cause over. It's all over with. <laughs> and the year is over. Yeah. It's like, how many more deaths can we have? Like, we're done. We're, yeah. we're tapped out. We're maxed out. We're finished, I yeah. hope. We're going to just go forward and we're going to have a great year. And, you know, so I just kind of put 2018 behind me. And I, maybe that's why I'm having a better January than I've ever had because normally Januarys are brutal for me. See, and normally Januarys are great for me because it's my favorite time. I love the beginning of a new year. I, it's like a fresh page in a notebook. That was always my favorite. I wanted to make it perfect, you know, so you have all these great ideas and you have all these plans and, yeah, and then something happened this January. And that's why I said I need to find somebody that knows all this stuff about planet alignment and moon travel and all that other stuff moon travel now i don't know whatever <laughs> okay not moon travel <laughs> what is it called the moon phases i, I think yeah something about the retrograde and i know like because my girlfriend's really into this right now but apparently this is the year like of change yeah and of of like if you ask for something it will come so if you believe in well that's good because 2018 right. okay, i'm asking was, for all kinds of stuff right just, 2018 was a brutal year for everybody and uh, it, it's had to do with the earth energy vibrating right. at an incredibly high level and how do you know that carol told, told me you? oh <laughs> and then i googled it and it was a very true thing in fact there was even a i read an article which was scientifically based that i i don't know all the terms but the energy of the earth the core typically vibrates at a certain level and it's been for the 2018 like for the last x number of months has been vibrating at more than double what causes that um i have no idea global warming no just maybe <laughs> i don't know i, I don't really know. don't know i didn't i didn't but read maybe why. it's a shift on in the it is a shift or? and it, it only happens every so many like 40 something you know okay oh, you know stuff say, too about no, it i'm trying to read because I, I find it fascinating it I is fascinating too, and right? i was told carol said to me that uh, I'm going to talk. We're going to talk to Carol too. She's yes, coming we on. Are. Her, yeah. She's the most incredible energy healer. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, but she had told me that you know you're going to see lots of deaths this year, lots of divorces this year. You're this was see, last year though. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, not this year. Okay, sorry good. for 2018. Wow. I, I saw her last February, I think it was, and or April, I guess. And it was everything she told me. 
my dad passed away, my father-in-law passed away, um, my, we've got friends that have split up. We've, I've heard of more breakups, divorces. Um, I know two friends that have passed away or lost children in the past year, and one of them was a suicide just in December, and it was horrific. And she said people can't, they can't make it through this is the make or break, 2018 is the make or break year. So if you are on the edge of something, you have to fight really, really hard to get through it or you're not going to make it. And that's all I saw at every turn. I saw that. And did you hear that message? Like, were you remembering that at the time? Like, so it's like, okay, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to manage this. I'm going to be able to cope. I think that's kind of what kicked me off at the end of September, early October. September's a hard month for me because it's my daughter's birthday. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's difficult remembering your lost child's birthday. And and it's it just gets me into a real funk. And it was right around her birthday that I, I think I went, nope, not doing this. Carol's in my head telling me all about this. I did, I'd done some Googling on it, read some mm-hmm. articles on it, and went, no, this is not happening. And that was the month or the week that I was able to forgive the man that killed Amy and forgive myself and forgive my husband because as parents, when you lose a child, I don't care how good a parent you are, you feel guilt and you feel regret for not doing, saying, treating something. There's, there's so many things that come into your mind because mm-hmm. you, there's no way you can change it. Yeah. And all the forgiveness that I felt in it, that laughing and crying all in one day yeah all in one weekend that. laughing hysterically crying hysterically like just all over the map but I think that was my turning point and that mm-hmm. was me going no way sticking it to you I am not gonna fall for this you are not taking me down and I ended my year well I thought I went very well for the month of October and then my father-in-law died in November so that wasn't a great end to the year but it was like, nope, still not letting you kick me down. Not going to happen. Good for you. And that just, that makes me think too of our, of our attitudes and the whole concept of like resilience, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, and just how we look at things yeah. and, and how we, because I think even the last time we talked, like, you know, we all learned, like, I didn't know that you, I knew you were a single parent. I didn't know you, like, we all had that in common, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've all had shit happen, right? But it's like, and a lot of people have had shit happen, but it, I always think about the whole resilience piece of, mm-hmm. of people and, and um, what keeps them going or, mm-hmm. you know? Well, it but is that's a, a very interesting, that's cool. And I, I, I believe that as well, the whole earth, moon thing. I really do. I, think I believe it as well. Plus, and I'd I love found, to learn more about it. I a scientific right? article on it. So, I mean, it's not just, it's not just hokey. a voodoo hokey yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, there is science to this. Um, well, it's like the tides. Like, why does the, you know, with the moon and the exactly. tide, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's all. Yeah. We laugh. In Nicaragua, we have uh, the most wonderful caretaker. His name is Candido. And he is lovely. But every time something goes on, it's like the winds in, in January are brutal there. They're so harsh. And it's like, Candido, when is this going to end? And it's always tres dias, three days, oh. in three days. And it's all based on the, on the lunar cycle. And Candido, when are the sea turtles going to come up in three more days? Candido, when are they going to start? You know, when are the babies hatching the eggs in three days? <laughs> and 
damned if he isn't always right. <laughs> really? Eh? Yeah. Three well, days, know, right? you, hit the, you hit the full moon, and for three days, the winds are like 100 kilometers an hour, and you get white caps in your coffee in the morning or wine at, the, at night. Like, it's just ridiculous. And three days later, four days later, as the, it starts to wane a little bit, Hmm. calms huh. right down. It might only be 40 kilometers an hour, which is still pretty windy, but yeah, it's like half of what it usually is. Yeah, it's kind of funny, and That's it's cool. all lunar-based. It is. I believe that. Yeah. No, and I sent out an email today to somebody that I have been following on Instagram, and hopefully she gets back to me because she knows some stuff about this because I cool. love to talk to her. And just to learn the basics even, right? To start having an understanding. Because I think that I, would be a good workshop. Never mind oh, totally. a pod thing. No, that's what I asked her for workshop. too. I yeah. said, I need you to come on here and have a talk with us. But also, I'd love to be doing a workshop just to teach people the basics. Same as crystals. So right? does she do right. numerology? I don't think she does numerology. I don't believe she does. But I'd I know. And I, crystals, yeah. numerology, Crystals all for stuff. sure. Because I'm so attracted to them for some reason. Yeah. And... I don't really know what they all do. I know a couple perhaps, right, that I have because I just like them. Mm -hmm. So, but I know that there's, and I even have a book, so I do reference them. I love the ones where there's this one book, I can't remember who it's by, but you actually go and look at the page and whatever it is you're, and you're attracted to different things at different times, right? And I think that's the things you're needing, right? right? Or that you're lacking. I think it's the same as like, food they say like when you're pregnant right it's things you, maybe you're lacking that you're craving I'm always craving food oh <laughs> <laughs> well I'm so what am I lacking as long as you're not always pregnant <laughs> no oh my god <laughs> too late yeah somebody I was saying I, who was it that just said to me that today when I said I've been nauseous for like oh, three yeah. days okay just feeling nauseated and I'm not sick just overwhelming nausea and they said mm. you had a hysterectomy right it's like <laughs> holy shit yeah I mean and I'm how old doesn't I, matter Look at all the Can people. You have babies in your 50s? Well, look at all the people, like all these movie stars and celebrities having babies older yeah, and older. Yeah, but it's not. Like, it's natural? Sl- no, I think no, they're freezing eggs. Yeah, exactly. I think they're freezing no, eggs. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I'd have eggs if there was any left anyways. <laughs> but no, definitely not. Just this nausea thing. And I think it's like all these different bugs that are going around. Like, you were sick. I was sick before that, too, with that head cold. Yeah. Actually, like, in my bed for two days. That's kind of, I think, sometimes, though, when you're just doing it, like, going so hard. Yeah, you that burn it from both ends. Yeah, and, and then it's like, hey, you're, you're the done. The universe is looking at you going, hello. Yeah. I told you. Yeah. yeah. You but I got listen. a lot of work done from bed, let me tell you. That's what you were saying. How do you do oh, that? I love it. I love my bed, though. I mean, if I have my pup and my my tea and my everything I need right there, and it's quiet and nobody's bugging me because oh, nobody wants like to be heaven. near you, right, because you're sick. I have my little iPad, and I'm just... I'm researching. That's what I say. When I say I'm getting a lot of work done, I'm doing a lot of research. That's not I'm resting. Writing. You're not resting. Oh, but I, I am. I'm in bed. That doesn't matter. I didn't move. You can be in bed and having wild sex. That's not resting. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> but I felt really rested. Mm. I don't know if that's resting. Well, I felt really rested. I was like, I need to do two days in bed, like, often. And I, I'm, I'm a really good self-care person, though. Like, once a week, I am, I am like... I may not get dressed today. I think I said this before, right? I might not get dressed today. I might not do anything. I have no plan and I'm going to do whatever I feel like doing and that's it. And I think that everybody should be like right now we're doing this 28 day um, mm-hmm. challenge self-care. for February self-care challenge. And it's, it's sad really that we have to challenge people to do this, mm-hmm. right? 
It's like, I'm going to give you a prize. That's why I said, I'm going to, I'm going to be a carrot dangler here and I'm going to, you know, force you to do a little bit of care because some of it is so simple. It's all about the intention, right? So it could be, I'm just going to make myself a cup of tea, but I'm going to make the best damn cup of tea and I'm going to put it in the cutest little cup and I'm going to you know, say that this is going to be wonderful for me. And it is because I'm doing it just for me. So it doesn't have to be anything crazy. And I think today's challenge was about, you know, getting your song and dancing it out and, you know, just really letting it resonate and feel it. And I love it. I love it. I've got, we've got a whole bunch of them and I'm so excited about them. And I'm so excited about all the people that are participating in it too, that want to do that and recognize that it is so important. So I recognize that it's really important. They just don't actually take the next step and do it. No, very really? Often. I I'm do a great sometimes. preacher yeah. of it, but oh, yeah. I do not do it. Giving advice is awesome. Oh, it's super great. easy, eh? Taking it, not so much. No, and I'm, I'm awful. Like, I don't know if you saw one of my, my last posts, or well, not my last post, but like, it was, I found this picture of this woman lying on the highway. Yeah, like, so I saw that. It was really like, good. And it says, I'm fine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how I felt. <laughs> that was my January. Like, I'm fine, but I'm not fine. And it was just, and then being sick, it was like a sign. Like, you know, it's like when you were saying that, yeah. like, it's like, listen to the universe and slow down. Yeah. 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 I think I, I could talk about self-care though, until the cows come home, right. because I honestly know how important it is. Yeah. To, and when you talk about resilience and when you talk about, you know, adversity and trying to counterbalance that or counteract that it's that's where it happens right you're going to charge up your batteries that Mm -hmm. you're going to be able to overcome those things and I've been reading a lot right now about the uh, effects of adversity and how some people that can go through it can be like total like go through really challenging stuff seem to be like totally fine though like they got their shit together and they're they're doing it and in this book they were talking about this you know it's kind of like an elephant and you're piling stuff on top of the elephant and sometimes it topples over but then there's the other times where it's like really um really just piled on there perfect and that elephant has great posture or something I don't know and it's holding it up but that elephant's going to have a sore back right yeah it needs to take that load off right so regardless of how you're presenting and dealing with your adversities if you don't take that load off every once in a while regardless of how well you can carry it you're gonna have to uh you're gonna break your back yep you're gonna break your back yeah well i have a question i have a question that this question is actually for pam i think because i think you're far too organized and disciplined with the self-care (laughs) self-controlling do you meditate yes when do you do you have a schedule for meditation (sighs) do i have a schedule my, you should see my schedule. Like, do you but, have a re- an actual routine, and do you? No, stick I, to I would it? love a routine. I don't do. I don't do routines because it all depends on how I sleep. Like, okay, for example, see? this morning I'm I'm at the gym at quarter to six. Mm-hmm. Had a great workout. Came home, meditated, made tea. Had a great day, meditated. Right. Yeah. Got stuff done except traffic was bad, and I had to sub a class way out by Fort White today. It took me like an hour and ten minutes, so I was late for class. So that kind of threw me out. Like. But yeah, like I try, I try to meditate, but what I've been finding is um, I can't focus, right? I'm, I'm having a hard time focusing yeah. right now. But coming back to this whole thing, like I have taken March off. I have to work, obviously, but I've, I'm, I'm hardly teaching any yoga. Mm-hmm. All my contracts, I haven't signed anything till April. Good. And that is going to be the... That's your self-care month. That's going to be my, like, yeah, I'm doing a month. 
You're good gonna, for you. So what are you going to do? Do you have a plan? Not really. I'd start penciling stuff. Well, in. no, I'm going. I'm going. Hopefully away. Okay. Hopefully somewhere hot. Somewhere hot. Oh nice. And then I'm going to Edmonton. My girlfriend got tickets to see Michelle Obama for my birthday. Oh. So that's amazing. So then I'm kind of made that a longer little trip. And then. Um, but being with friends is a self care thing. Too. And and it and, and it really right. is. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. That's yeah. great. So that it's going to be good. Because I know? find I find and I don't know. Sherry, do you meditate? Well, I don't meditate in the, I guess, the typical way that people think where you sit there and just try and quiet your mind and hmm yeah. and do you listen whatever to, do else. Do you listen to like a tape? A guided or meditation? A I do okay. guided. I will do just music. I will just turn everything off and try to listen to the hum of the ceiling fan, mm-hmm. whatever. The chatter. My oh, yeah. Brain. That's your ego. Oh my goodness. We're going to bring Karen on. She's going to talk I about I do not ego. shut up in oh, that yeah. brain of mine. It's just non-stop and it's super hard. I can get it under control now and again for like short bursts. Yeah. And like I said, January, I had some couple of really good ones recently and I don't know why, but I'm just going to go with it. I'm not going to question it. What I find difficult is I am not a morning person mm-hmm. and I don't know. I've had a couple of people say, well, you just need to become one. And I I'm don't going, know if you can. Can you or can you not? That's kind of my question because I am not a morning person. I want to get up and I need two to three hours. Okay, but... Because I need to sit in bed and wallow over the fact that I have to get out of it. And then I want to maybe go have a bath and then I need to have my coffee. But you're and up then, in the morning, right? You're it, up in the morning. But So that's, yeah. isn't that a morning person? Well, But I just or, can't function. I can't yeah, get going. See, I'm going to jump out of bed and I can be out the door in 10 minutes. Like, know, my, I don't need anything to get my, my engine going. See, I don't get that. Yeah, it's just, it's. I love mornings. I wish I, was, I wish I was like that because I'd love to get up and have like an exercise routine and, you know, maybe do some exercise, maybe do a meditation and then start my day at, you know, 7 mm-hmm. instead of 9 30 oh heck or more i i can get up i can go to the gym i can meditate i, I can be up at 5 36 in the morning usually no problem tell me i have to be at work at eight o'clock or 8 30 there's no way really yeah. can't do it no. is it a mindset i don't is know it what a, it is is it a habit what is it I don't or is know. it just that there's just different people out there i i it's it boggles my mind. I, I find it very fascinating. Well, actually. I think when you have your own free will, when you can do what you want to do, it makes maybe it is a mindset, right? That it's like, oh, I get to do. I, I want to get up and I want to meditate and I want to exercise. It's all your own control thing, right? But now you have somebody saying you have to be at work for nine a.m. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, don't you tell see? me. I'm like I'm not. Don't a, tell me what to do. Exactly. You're not the best. You can of me. ask most of my past employers uh, how often I made it to work. At eight o'clock, like yeah, eight oh no. five, I, I can't. eight oh eight ten. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm always early if I was no. to be doing stuff. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was brutal. Really? <laughs> See, I I would be I'd be stressing about it. I, I will stay late, late to make up Me for too. it. I, I I'm okay with that. Oh, no. I will work through coffee. It would breaks, give me a lunch. stomach ache. I whatever, but I, I would, just honestly couldn't. I would have a stomach ache about the idea of being late for anything. And I'm still like this, where I start to like freak out a bit about it if we're going to be late for anything and it could be any any anything like yeah. it could be we're going for dinner and we have a reservation it could be that you know my kids hockey game whatever it is if I'm going to be late though it really starts to stress me out to the point where and I wonder I don't know if that's just because um I I feel out of control then you know because could be some, it could be a control issue yeah 
Like today, I had somebody driving so bloody slow. I'm honking my horn. They're going 30. I know we have a lot of snow, but come on, I got to get to work. I got to get to work. And it's like, it's delaying me. (laughs) So it starts to stress me out a bit, right? But no, I don't like to be late ever for anything. I'm rarely late for dinner. That's that's usually okay. End of the day, I'm all right. I'm just, late. Uh, I'm just late. Really? And I, do you go to bed early or do you go to bed late? I can't go to bed before 10 o'clock because then I'm up at 3. Oh. Or 3 or 3.30. I can't do it. Really? I and tried. Then, huh. If I go to bed at 11, I can maybe pull it till 5, 5.30. That's hilarious. Yeah. See, I wouldn't mind that. When we go to Nicaragua, we it's it's right near the equator, so... There isn't this whole summertime, it's 9 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night when the sun goes down, winter it's, you know, 4. Between 5 and 6, all year long, every single day, it, the sun goes down, mm-hmm. and it's dark. And do you go to bed then earlier? Way earlier. But is it because you're outside more and you're, you're more outside. active? Well, everything is outside. And you're even, drinking more? Even when you're, you're day inside. drinking more? No. Day drinking. No, I don't understand what you're talking about there. But... Uh, but yeah, you're getting more fresh air, but you know, maybe monkeys wake you up early because the mm-hmm. howler monkeys are pretty <laughs> loud at four o'clock in the right. morning. You think they're cute when you first get there and hear them for the first time. And then after and then that, not. you're going, shut up, please shut up. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. We sometimes, it's like seven o'clock at night. We're going, I don't think I can stay up. And we force ourselves to sit on our deck and so talk nobody can about say you're, something you're or... Pour another glass of wine because we just have to be able to stay up till 8, 8.30. Yeah. But then you're up at between 4 and 5. And I love it. I love getting up there at like 4 o'clock in the morning. And I sit out on my deck and it's dark. And the sun comes up behind the hills for me. So I don't really see the sun rise. But it's just wonderful. Yeah. Well, you, see, and, and I that's feel a form rested. of meditation. That is a form. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because you're in the moment. And that's yeah. really, I think people get kind of overwhelmed. Well, now we go back talking about meditation here. And I think like people get overwhelmed by the idea of like, oh my gosh, I could never shut my mind up, you know, and, and it's not about quieting your mind. It's about being in the moment. And there's a couple suggestions that I'm just giving in one of the self-care challenges that um, I, one I experienced, well, actually I've experienced them both, but the, the one is, have you ever done a chocolate meditation? Every no, day. but I'm Every- liking it. <laughs> <laughs> So it's about engaging your senses, right? Mm-hmm. And you got to get really good chocolate for this, but let it just like dissolve. Close your eyes and like really taste that chocolate. Really engage your senses and just enjoy it for what it is for as long as you possibly can. Like do not bite that chocolate. Right. Let so it melts. melt. Like, wow. Are you already feeling it? Yeah. Can you I imagine? like a piece of chocolate right now. <laughs> I know. I got, some, I got some treats here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other one is about that you can do every morning or whenever you shower. I say whenever because not everybody showers every day, um, like me. <laughs> Secrets uh, are coming up. Yeah, I hate to shower. Yeah. It takes so much work. Oh God, I live in my bathtub these days. It's oh great. my, really? And I hate bathing because I'm thinking Ugh. like I can't be still and quiet for that long. Oh, see, that's the one place I can be. If yeah. I can, if I've got the time to to bathe, it's like fill that tub up. Yeah. Throw the salts in it. See, that's self care. S- that's up there but I don't do it very often oh okay well if you enjoy it you really should do it lots but so if you're having a shower killer tub yeah yeah I want to take a bath in your tub yeah it's beautiful (laughs) it's beautiful and you totally should be like I'd set it all up I'd set it up yeah Yeah. everything in there um but in the shower you can like and this was something that um 
I learned by, you know, if you're not really all that excited about, you know, you're or not that not excited, if it's not easy for you to deal with like touch or pleasure or anything like that, another thing, and this is a meditating thing too, though, that helps kind of with that as well. Okay. So you can enjoy those things is while you're in the shower, just really kind of tune into the temperature and mm-hmm. how it feels on your body and let it run over your face and through your hair and just engage the senses again, right? right. And really just be in the moment with that. And it's absolutely amazing. But so there's like meditation every morning, if you shower every morning, that you can do just by being quiet with your with yourself and focusing on that. So that's the kind of meditation I would be doing. The other thing, of course, is when I draw, I get into a form of meditation. Yeah. I just go somewhere right. else and lose myself. So I feel like that has been my saving grace in life, actually, because from a young age, I, like I say, I'm an evolved doodler. I started doodling when I was like seven years old. I would constantly, and it was a way to just escape the chaos, the, the, the craziness and just be alone. And I didn't have to think, I didn't have to keep that, you know, that, um, those adult coloring books are mm -hmm. so popular right Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. I just bought my 16 year old one. You know why? Because he is so tuned into technology that he can't handle five minutes without his phone. So I said, we're going to start putting the phone away for 15 minutes and I need you. He doesn't like to read. So I said, okay, I bought him one of these adult coloring books. It even has curse words in it, okay? <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, maybe you're going to enjoy this, right? And it's kind of graffiti-like and because he liked graffiti art. And I bought a puzzle. So I said, I'll help you, okay? We'll do this together. And uh, he's, he's, he's fighting it. He's fighting me on it. But I'm like, this is so important mm-hmm. to take. Yes. I really am concerned about that generation and their addiction to um, the, the, this, this phone. I, I'm really concerned, genuinely. Here. I am too, because yeah. yeah. I don't know where it's going to end up. No, they're all going to have to go to treatment. Well, it's gonna, there's going to be a, uh, an iPhone treatment center. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not joking. It's scary. I'm really scared about it. I regret that I ever I gave my kid a I can't wait to be the rec director at that, where we can just do puzzles and, <laughs> yes. do, and do doodles and bake things yes. and blow bubbles. Oh, <laughs> bubbles. Bubbles. That, okay, when you were talking about meditation, <laughs> yeah. that is one thing that I have done it for years as I keep bubbles in my glove box and with trains. When You know how people get so oh, stressed out? Oh my gosh, I'd love to be behind you. No, are, you are you serious? You yeah. start blowing bubbles And I start blowing bubbles because it's like such a happy, like you can't control it. Yeah. You, Brooklyn, like, so, I hope you're hearing this because. So why are you, why are we stressed out? Like we can't control the train. Yeah, <laughs> I love so it. So bubbles, I, bubbles are the answer for a lot. I'm of going to buy everybody bubbles. Ah, yes, bubbles are the best. You're one of my girls' counterparts here. Like yeah. she was just mm-hmm. seriously. Yeah. She's also I a yoga teacher. It. You two are like made for each other. Oh, is this Brooklyn you're talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, bubbles. I'm going to tell my son who has road rage yeah, to do bubbles. that. I think you need to blow some bubbles. This one here. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember studying no. for exams, blowing bubbles. Really? You've been like one with bubbles forever? For a long this time. This is a thing. It's a thing. Wow. You know, we even do this at the lake in the winter. Seriously. Have you ever blown bubbles? And I'm sure you've seen videos of this, but I'm like, pa, I've been doing this for years. Like even outside because they're even more gorgeous because then they float and it's slow and then they pop and they turn into like ice crystals and it's beautiful. Oh my it's God. It's so meditative. I am so doing it. to blow bubbles. Do it. I'm buying everybody bubbles. I'm not even joking here right now. For Valentine's Day, I'm going to just buy bubbles. And you know what I think? It's so good because you're getting in touch with that uh, sense of play. A breath. Right? I do it with my kids' yoga all the time. 
to breathe, how to breathe. Like how, oh, if you blow too fast, yeah. you pop the bubble, yeah. right? If you blow too slow, like you can see it getting bigger. Yeah, I'm already bigger, starting bigger. to take great deep breaths here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a great idea. I love it. But it is also engaging that sense of play and getting in touch with our, with our inner play. child, right? Yes. We don't do enough of that. Yeah. And I think that itself is is a, a another form of self care, another form of, um, you know, just taking a time out and and yeah, I, I'm so into these bubbles all of a sudden. I'm envisioning it. I'm yeah. loving it. I can't remember who I was listening to. It was a podcast of some sort, um, and on it they were talking about how, like, why does everybody, why do we panic in the day to get things done? There are only so many hours in a day and you're going to get done only that much in one day. So like, don't stress it. Mm-hmm. You're going to get done what you're going to get done. Do you make to-do and lists? It's not going to be a big deal. To-do lists are very gratifying because when you do that little check off, I it's did like, one today. Ah, yeah. I walked out and yeah. I said to one of our employees here, I said, you know what? Guess what? You know what the best feeling is? <laughs> when you check off the last thing on your to-do list. And he says, I got a really long one. I said, well, mine's been around for weeks. <laughs> well, but I finally checked the last one off. It is That's It good. is really, it's, it's, it's a, a feeling of like, thing. oh, yeah, I did that. I, look what I accomplished, right? It feels really good. I, I have someone in my family uh, that actually likes to make little notes on little, and I can see now the satisfaction she... Now I said she, I have a very small family here. Um, she likes to like cut up like, you know, cereal boxes mm-hmm. or whatever. And she'll write on there, brush teeth, have a shower. Because she loves the act of tearing it up. I did it. And it's oh, a that's big, funny. I know. And I always laughed about this, but now I'm kind of seeing that. It's mm-hmm. like, it just feels good to tear this piece of paper and say, Good for you I that did you it. did that. Yeah. You know? My, my son said the same thing to me like years ago. And like he must have been like in grade 11. And he just said, Mom, on the first thing of your to-do list, write, make a to-do list. Because then that's the first thing you, you get can to check cross off. It off. Mm. That you've actually accomplished something huh? and there's something gratifying about actually. Yeah. yeah. So maybe you need you to know? throw in some really really simple acts or but it what is have like, you, like like that throw go to the, the bathroom day. yeah how many of us do not go to the bathroom when drink we're super water busy? water yeah. bathroom. eat lunch yeah right you know what the bathroom is true it's i held so it all true. day <laughs> i know i'm practicing bladder control <laughs> that's bad no i know it is yeah. but i keep thinking it, I, and it is it's simple little things like that right yes that uh yeah and well i found that it, for like you get anxiety over life Mm because there's so much to do and let's face it we put a lot of pressure on ourselves so you have these big expectations of yourself bigger than you have of other people usually usually you put most expectations on yourself and you want to get through them and then you get stressed out and then you get depressed when you don't actually manage them and it was just great it was like put the uh put the list out there and put down five not 25 not 15 five realistic things check them off Mm -hmm. as you do them check them off and then sit down and just or sit back and just kind of breathe for a second and go okay I got this I got this yeah and then write five more down and then check them off and you're you're going to get them done in the time you're going to get them done and there's no point in stressing over it if it takes you two days well it takes you two days Mm -hmm. not a big deal 
they're going to get done. Coming back There's enough to, time. Coming back to even our, our lists of um, like New Year's resolutions or whatever. But for years, my girlfriend and I have been doing, um, let's say if it was 2010, so 10 things we wanted to accomplish in the next year. Right. Right? So anyways, I found my list from 2013. I think we talked about this last time too. I have a feeling. No, but I anyways, don't think so. I don't think. But so. anyways, think so. it took me five years because I found that list in 2018, <laughs> and it took me five years to accomplish those 13 things from 2013. Well, but you, but did you it. accomplished but it's them. Done. Yeah. Yeah. You know how hard it is to find bras that fit you. That was one of them. Do you know what I mean? It was like simple things like that because that's been a thing for me, right? That's funny. Right. So it was like. That was, like that. List, that was on your list. Find a bra that fits. Yeah, bras. Well, you know what? I could totally convert you over and get you into a bra that you would love. Th- these things, these, these bamboo bras. Yeah, yeah. I, I was at your shop the other day. Oh my gosh, I'm not even kidding. I used to shop at the bra bar and I would spend so much money on bras. And I, I don't know how we got onto bras here all of a sudden, but because it was it's on hard your to list. find bras. It's so hard. Yeah. Anyways, so you'd spend so much money and they still were killing me come the end of the day. This one, I could sleep in it because it's just bamboo, right? And it's Ooh. just... Yeah, bamboo's good. Oh my God. I can't... Yeah. I, I, it's not... It's a game changer. Game changer. I, I'm in love with my bra now. Huh. Yeah. I can, okay. I'm going to set you girls up. Love. I'm going to set you up. I'm not even Good kidding. to be in love with your bra. You it will is. not totally. be searching for yeah. the perfect fit again. Yeah. Okay. Deal. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Get rid of the wire. That's so bad. Oh no, the for wires you. are so bad. I can't do wires. No. But. Well, and I be and I think because I have like chronic kind of pain here, I think I have like uh, what is that? The lots of fascia. You know. Oh. Uh, here. You need some block therapy. I apparently I've heard that before. Yes, you do. Yeah, I have never tried it. Oh, all you gotta do is take your block and just place it right under the armpit oh, and just lie there. I've like gone that. for that myofascia release. Yeah, it yeah. It hurts. It hurts. So bad. So I could put a block under my arm and lay there and call it exercise? Well, there's a special block. This is my kind of exercise. It's it's a special, like, you need a, it's like a wood block. Yeah. But they're, they're shorter than a yoga block. I can set you up. I know a couple of people. Hmm. I'd like to try it too. I mean, I've heard kind of conflicting things. Yeah. Blocks. I've heard conflicting things about it. Um, I know like, cause my niece is a yoga teacher and she, she's not a hundred, like she's not on board with it, but then I have other people, but that's her. I have another person though that swears by that darn block for everything. You got a cold. Oh, let me get the block. Sinuses. Yeah. That's what I did too. Really? You put the just the block right under your eye. Can you see me, people? Yeah. And um, you know what I mean? And you just kind of even even roll the block. Huh. Yeah. It, it totally releases. Apparently, it can help with so wow. many different things. So, all right, we're going to we're going to check this out and we're going to find out why why it's so darn good because I I like I can see because the fascia is the stuff that attaches to your muscles, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like a web. And it gets hard and when it gets it's hard. Injured. Right. And then we we nurture it more. We don't work it because yeah, right. we're nurturing like we're taking we don't want to hurt it more, right? right? So we're we're a little bit more careful with it. Well, right? and then see, that's kind of what what's happened to me is that like regard not even just there. I have lots of fascia, so it really actually hurts me to do a lot of physical things sometimes. Right. Like I try to but do some why. stretching. I know, and that's what breaks it down. Like and when I you have to do it. it. Yeah, I have to do it. But the idea of it, cause after going for myofascia release, it was like so bloody painful. It is. It's so painful. Yeah. But even like placing a, like a block, and I do this in my yoga class, even with foam blocks, placing it under our belly. Right. There, very few people can actually 
completely lie down on their forehead and have that block pressed into their belly. Yeah, because there's like some kind of... And that's of, a foam belt. That's a foam block. That's not even... Not even that wood hurts one. like for me to press right yeah. there. Yeah. What is that? Isn't there like an an artery or something? Like it's a... Well, you, you, you almost feel it pulsing. Like, feel like it, I don't yeah. know enough about the whole... But Anatomy. it does. It releases everything. Like it, 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 it's, it is. It's amazing. Like I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Just start... You okay, we might have days. to look into yeah, that we'll do. I got, it. I got peeps we can do a workshop on that too okay we got some workshops we got a lot of plans oh, we got a lot of workshop love it love it yeah i mean there's so many different uh so many different things that we could be incorporating into this and so many different people i mean there's just i mean that's what i was saying uh before about how all the people that i've been meeting that offer like different holistic even today look how many people we've been talking about you know whether it's carol or karen with the mm-hmm. equalist system or uh, what have you I mean there's so many people offering these solutions to problems that everybody's having and uh, we just got to explore them a bit and uh, and have some and, workshops yeah so we want to make sure that everybody knows too. like send us messages questions whatever you want we're gonna we can read them and answer them um, and find those people like if you have suggestions or you know somebody that we should be talking to set us up tell us about it mm-hmm. yeah we want to we want to dig in if there's something that's been bothering you or you think that you're the only one that's thinking it, you can send it anonymously, but send us a message. Send us yeah. a question. Yeah. Let's yeah. Talk, talk about, about it. it. I can almost guarantee you, you are not alone. Yeah. And, and I think that's our biggest problem in this society is that we're so into our phones and we're so into, there's no more of the human, or no, they're not no more, but it's limited reduced anyway the, mm-hmm. the limited the, contact the human contact yeah and people are feeling more and more alone and depression is getting worse I mean they it's it's the whole talk about it campaign mm-hmm. you know let's let's talk about it and yeah and understanding to too table. that sometimes there are people that aren't comfortable talking about yeah. it and respecting that but opening up the space so that you know people can feel that maybe they're they're being heard or that you know they're re- they're able to receive something back where they're yeah like not feeling alone and I think yeah as soon as you hear somebody else is is going through because a lot of times you do think you're the only one that's yeah. thinking that way feeling that way and as soon as you hear somebody else that this sometimes is enough to make a shift right yeah and yeah just to, sh- to and share I think space too, one of the biggest one of the biggest things that people most of us do and we've probably all done it is we minimize other people's pain and concerns or anxieties we minimize them because it's like oh yeah you know yeah you've got it bad but have you seen how bad it is in and then you name a country or uh whatever Mm -hmm. yeah but so and so lost and then you and to me that's just wrong everybody's pain Mm -hmm. is real and personal to them and we we can't minimize it anymore and Or on the a lot of people side. are afraid to bring it forward right. because they they feel I should shut up because really the people over there have it worse than I do or this person has it worse than I do. It's like no, it's that's it's not what it's about. That's that person's problem. This is yours and it's real and personal to you and you need to deal with it mm-hmm. and bring it to the front, bring mm-hmm. it to the surface because mm-hmm. you're again, I guarantee you're not the only one right. that's and you deserve validation and Absolutely. you deserve to be able to have yourself, yeah. you know, be heard and be seen and but if you don't validate yourself, yeah. um it it just sets you up for all kinds of yeah long-term issues like and usually it's health issues because you're just stuffing it down Mm -hmm. and yes maybe somebody does have a a a worse story but you know I think that 
adversity is adversity. It, it looks the same inside, regardless, right? So um, everybody's pain is it and matters. there are horrific, horrific stories Absolutely. out there. Absolutely, like I mean, not even, even for believing. Yeah, but how can you personally deal with that? It's not your story. You have to deal with your story, not somebody else's story. And, yeah. and they have to deal with theirs. And as horrific as it is, it, it's just, there's nothing you can do about it. You yeah. can't, you can help them by supporting them and being there for that person, but you cannot take it on to yourself. You have to deal with your own mm-hmm. first. And yeah. but, but how many times do, when someone comes up to you and says, hey, how are you doing? What, what's the first fine, thing that they say? Yeah. Fine, fine. Good. Because we don't want to be a burden. But then right? why, why do we ask that question? I know. How many times has somebody walked up to you and said, hey, how's it going? But then kept on walking and mm-hmm. not waited oh, exactly. for your answer. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting because I said that to somebody at work today and they were actually quiet. And it oh. was just kind of like, and then they said, you know, I got to really think about this for a minute. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Have a seat, right? Like, wow. but it was interesting. They're going, you know what? Yeah, I think I'm okay. I think that's a really good challenge for people. You know what? When you ask the question, just stop for a moment and pause and and allow somebody to actually respond and just hear them. You know, I think, especially like as women, you know, we're, we're nurturers and we, and we instinctively, I shouldn't say men are nurturers too, but it's instinctive for us to want to, to help and fix. And I think Alison, that I talked with you about this, like after Amy's death too, um, it's like, you don't know what to say to make them feel better. Right. Right. And then it took me a little bit to realize, okay, you know what? There is absolutely nothing I can say or do to make you feel better, Mm -hmm. but I can share space with you and I can let you, I can make you a cup of tea and I can let you sit and talk and just listen to you. And, and it's hard sometimes for people to be able to say, okay, like just, especially when you're kind of control freak, like how I am like that. And where you genuinely care and want to help people through their their hard times. But it's okay to not have the answers and it's okay yeah. to do nothing because sometimes that's exactly what that person needs yeah. to, right? Yeah. I did lose my daughter and, I, and we went to see some friends whose son had committed suicide a few months ago and we went to see them and just to see how they were doing and... I didn't know what to say. Hmm. And it's like, I, I am a parent who lost a child, and I didn't know what to say. It's it's a tough situation. Absolutely. We're not, we are taught from day one, you don't talk about death, you don't talk about this, you walk away, you send flowers, you give a card, you, be you sad. give them a hug, yeah. you walk away. Like, yeah. You don't, you know, and it's wrong, and that needs to change, and hopefully it will. I think it is changing slowly. But you're right, like you just, it's its a difficult one. You don't know what to say. And the, unfortunately, we haven't all fully realized, myself included, sometimes you need to just go there, give them a hug, sit down and shut up. Yeah. And it's okay to, to not sit be in okay. silence or let them That's talk. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Like yeah. it is okay not to be okay. And, yeah. and especially when you look at like Facebook, Instagram, all this stuff where everyone's posting all these great things. But it's like, you know what? Let's see the shit. Let's see like the flat tire and you know what I mean? The the tears and and the kid that, you know what I mean? Is having a bad, like life is so, it's so not pretty. Life is life. And I'm so sick of that sometimes where I just want to, you know what? Like show me the real. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, that's definitely oh. the stuff that makes me pause and want to uh, put a like or put a heart on there or whatever it is. It's because, you know, on, on those social platforms especially, I mean, people are putting out their very best, right? I mean, how many times do you take a picture before you actually post it even, right? The stats are crazy. Isn't it ridiculous, like, eh? It, I think it's 37 selfies are taken before someone actually posts a selfie. Seriously? Yeah. I was reading stats about that because we're doing this this workshop with some of the girls I'm selfie challenged so I tried to do a selfie not long ago and my husband said you maybe want me to do that for you and I went yes please (laughs) but yeah like no I I know I we should set up a challenge where you post your very worst Right, your what, your, your shit day. I would your love kid that. having a temper tantrum. That would be fun, actually. Your be bad so hair fun. day, the big zit on your face, whatever it is. I think I'm, we should totally I am do so that. In. Yeah, I'm going to dangle a carrot and uh, give yeah. somebody a big prize for the best. Yeah, yeah. I am going the to best to worst, the best day. worst day. Win. <laughs> I'm going to win. <laughs> the best. We're all worst winners. Day. <laughs> yeah. Well, really, to encourage people, like, let's just be real, okay? Uh, let's, that let's is my. That would make me the happiest ever. Okay, I'm going to make you happy, Pam. I'm going to. Do it. That like, would actually I'm so be sick fun. of the yeah, the not real. Yeah. Ugh. So we're gonna have our get real challenge. Get real. Okay. We're just doing the the, the self care challenge. Now we're gonna do a get real challenge, and it, it is gonna be that. Yeah. Let's let's see the realness. All right. Yeah, and let's just allow everybody to be that way and like it like crazy, right? Just everybody go like like like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And again, we don't want to compare. Like bad days, like yeah. who had the worst, like there was oh, the yeah, best yeah. worst day. We don't want that, but no. I just want to. We want to support and allow again, it. Yeah, again, we don't want to compare. You no, know what I mean? Like everyone about, has their story. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just I'm so sick of the Joneses next door. The perfect of the Joneses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. You know how many pretty pictures can you see and how yeah. many perfect little, oh, you know what? The one that really bothers me because it actually makes me a little resentful and like and I hate being resentful about things but you know those pretty birth pictures and and you know in the in the and it's all so lovely I mean it was a horrible experience (laughs) how is it looking so damn good for you it did not look like that. no I'm like mine did not look like that I was like looking a wreck the room was a wreck nothing was pretty about it it looked like a murder (laughs) yeah it really did I'm like did I do it wrong like what? What we're supposed to clean up here? <laughs> like uh, I did it wrong. I did it wrong. So I did it, and oh, I did it wrong. So I have three to do it again. Because, yeah. <laughs> no. And now you've gotten rid of all your parts, and you can't do and it. And I again. can't do it again. You can't even damn it. it. No, no. But yeah, I see that all the time. It's like all these. They're just like everything's beautiful, and wow. See, for me, it was yoga. Like I really had to clean out my Instagram because I felt that I can't do a handstand on a paddleboard in Maui with a dolphin jumping yeah. behind me. Like, what yes. the hell is wrong with me? Like, why can't I do that? Why can't you? I don't know. Because I would like to see that. I have a try, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like I had to delete a bunch of pages because I, I just felt like, okay, I'm... You mean the pages you were following? Yeah, because oh, okay. first of all, yeah, I'm 48. Yeah. I'm not 20. You're not 48. Uh, no, nice but try. when I okay, like I'm just oh, thinking. Oh, okay, you're talking. Ago, you're going backwards. No, right. I'm going backwards. But I'm just thinking when I when I did <laughs> yeah, this at okay, 48, sorry. right? Yeah. Like regression going is all good. Stuff. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I always I like to remind people how because I oh, want everybody you. to be around my age, right? It's like so you're not 48. But you're higher. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but, but I totally can get that. Yeah, because yeah. I thought and and I again like coming into even a yoga studio and going oh like you're the sub right what am I too old mm. am I too 
large? Am I like, you know what I mean? It was yeah. just like, I'm not your typical yeah. yogi. I don't have right. the pretty pants. But I even have a shirt now that says, this is what yoga looks like. Damn it. Perfect. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's awesome. Because yeah. otherwise it is. It's intimidating for people that look at it and it's like, oh, that's what you got to look like to go to yoga. Oh, okay. I, like, I was like that before when I was going to go to a gym. It's like, you guys all look so great in here. What's going on? I don't got that cute outfit and my hair doesn't look like that in a ponytail. And, you know, and it's intimidating. So it, it stops you from doing those things, yeah. from yeah. having those experiences. I have to tell you, Christmas Day, I actually went to the gym. Like Christmas morning, because I had you? nothing to do. That's great. So shapes, like we have these key fobs. And I went in there, and there was like seven people in the gym. Which I've never seen seven people in the gym, ever. Wow. Since I, since I've, because I usually go in the morning. But you know what? It was like, I was on the treadmill, and I was like dying. And the girl beside me, or two treadmills down, she says, you know, you keep going. Like you go girl or whatever, right? And I'm just like, whatever. And then it was like, okay, yeah, you know what, I can't, I can do this. But it was like, then, you know, I saw somebody else and then they're encouraging me to do like an extra set or something. And then I'm encouraging somebody else. And by the end, I just felt like it's Christmas and we should all just do a group hug. Because it, was, it was just so beautiful because everyone yeah. was encouraging everybody. Yeah. You know, it was just so nice. And it, and those yeah. things do cause domino effects. You know, it's like even today, uh, Lori and I were chatting in the oh, store. Shout out to Lori. Shout out to Lori. <laughs> beautiful Lori. And she always looks so beautiful. She does. And she and is. She is. Too. It's because her out, her inside is, uh, yeah, it glows. just radiates. Yes. She does. She actually glows. She does. She does. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, so this lady comes in and her and I are just chatting and she's like, asks us, you know, a question or whatever. And she says, I just have to say, you two are just so beautiful. And you know what? You just couldn't, you, you couldn't help yourself, but, you know, say, look, and you see it and you're genuine. And I think you are so beautiful too. And it's like this domino, it's like so <laughs> lovely. And it's like, I had a hard time with ever receiving a compliment before because I really didn't believe it, I think. Yeah. And now I have forced myself to always say thank you. That's how I started. Okay, I'm going to say thank you. And now I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be beautiful today. Sure, why not? And why not? Why not? But how lovely, and everybody's smiling, right? Whenever, and we should do more of that. Like, I try to do this challenge, actually, with myself. Oh, we got so um, many challenges now? I got so many no. challenges. I am, like, the challenge queen. No, I go, when I walk to the bank every week to uh, from the store, I try to smile at people that I pass. I make eye contact, and I just smile. Yes. And I want to see... Hi. Who's, I don't even have to say anything. Just smiling even, right? Sometimes I do, I do say hi. But it's interesting to see who makes eye contact and who will smile back. And But it's so, it, it can make change someone's day. Yeah. And it's such a simple thing. And we should just try and, and do those kinds of things to support each other because. Especially women. Yes, yes. Is it because women just are so much more sensitive about these things? Or is it that men aren't talking about it as loud as we are? Well, first of all, I don't. I think we need like women we shouldn't feel threatened when other women are like powerful and doing good things. And right. I think sometimes that, I think it's getting better, mm-hmm. but I still sometimes think that we feel threatened. Mm-hmm. And, and like I, even just with the teens that I work with, girls are so mean. Like, mm-hmm. why are we so mean? Yeah. We're all females. We should be building each other up and helping each other, not tearing oh, each other but, down. Yeah. But girl bullying is huge. Can and I think so I experienced mean, that too. when I was younger, that the mean yeah. girl syndrome. And so I think that's why I'm so uh, aware of it and yeah. why I don't want to ever make anybody feel that way. Right. I don't want to be mean that way. And I know like I can, and this is something I try to think about is like, I have such high expectations of myself and I'm a 
crazy workaholic and I have this insane work ethic. And so I have to be saying like, that's how it is for me, but I can't have that same expectation of people, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because they're doing the best they can with what they're capable of. And everybody has strengths and weaknesses and what have you. And so you have to try to focus on their strengths because we're not always going to do everything really good. But sometimes when you hold yourself to such high standards, so I'm trying to like drop those down, right? It's like, why do I do that? What, what is it? And like I was saying one, I think the, the, the first podcast there, you know, is that uh, for the longest time, my self-worth was defined by what I was accomplishing. So I still kind of can fall into those familiar kind of, um, Mm -hmm. that familiar way of feeling Mm -hmm. without even realizing it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, okay, I'm accomplishing a lot here and uh, that makes me feel good. And especially if, if I, if people are seeing that I've done that, right? Right. And you know, I don't want to do something for other people to be able to say, I'm not looking for a compliment. That's not it. But I think that having you just need to be seen. I, yeah. And I think because I was not seen, you know, as a child, I was not seen, I was not heard that now it is so important to me that I do have that validation and I, and it could be the simplest thing just by somebody saying, I love your store. It just validates it for me. But don't we all need that? Yeah. I suppose we do. Right. Like no matter, like no matter what, like I think if you're, if you do something like it's, it's different if your husband phones you and says, oh, I unloaded the dishwasher, like big deal. Like we do that all the time. And maybe we should maybe appreciate that more too. Right. right. But it's like, but I, I, I'm the same. Like I need that validation too, that if I'm doing something like I want to, you do a really good class. It's nice to have somebody say that was an yeah. awesome class or today. Or like something at work or yeah. whatever. And yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think that's, okay, just, that makes me feel just, better. So absolutely. No, I always thought, okay, so maybe that's like not a really good thing that you need to have that reinforcement all the time. Like I feel like I try to say to myself, okay, you know what? You should be able to say to yourself that, yeah, you did a great job and and that should be good enough, right? Like you did a good enough job for you or what have you. Why does it, why is it so important that I, that I, I guess get to hear that too? Why is it? It's my favorite saying is everything in moderation. I think it's, there's no difference here. Mm-hmm. You you need to be able to, I think everybody needs some kind of validation. You just, you need that. It's called human interaction. If somebody compliments you or comments, if, if nobody said anything to you ever, mm-hmm. you'd feel pretty darn alone. So having that compliment or the comments come your way, I mean, it, it, it feels good. I don't think you should define yourself by it. I think that's going the other extreme. Right. Somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle there. Yeah. It's okay to feel that, hey, that was nice. That was a nice compliment to hear. And I, I really like that. I needed yeah. that. And I think that's probably why this year, like that, you know, that whole connecting intention I said mm-hmm. was the more connected I am, the less I personally need that uh internal dialogue you know Mm -hmm. that i that i need to be hearing that or that i need it for my self-worth like if i have those connected relationships that are um you know i think constant give and take and constant uh support those kind of really good connections you know and that's where we talked about that good you know when you get together with people that genuinely care and genuinely um, want to see you succeed Mm -hmm. and and want the best for you that I think helps with that whole self-worth thing too right and 
because it, it can get a warped kind of thinking about things easily mm-hmm. and especially by you know the way that we go through life and the way that we do life it's different for everybody and we interpret it differently mm-hmm. so then we're going to act out differently yeah but anyway, so we're going to end now. And so we thank you so much for uh, tuning in and, and hearing us and allowing us to even, uh, you know, get our stuff out too, right? Because when we are doing that, we're... It's, it's exactly what I was thinking. This is like the best. It is. It's good therapy. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheap therapy. That's yeah. what we should rename yeah. <laughs> it. Cheap therapy. But I can't wait to do workshops. Seriously, yes. and to get like... Yeah, the workshops are going to be fantastic. Yes, yeah. And we've got lots of plans for that. And uh, so stay... And share. Yes. What you want. want. What do you want? We're here for you. And uh, we want to connect more than anything. Yeah, I want to hear from people too. I want to hear their stories, what they're thinking, what their thoughts are. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So thank you. And uh, thank you, ladies. And we'll uh, we'll get to really soon. I can't wait to see the real true life challenge or whatever you're going to call it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're going to do it. I'm not even joking. So stay tuned for that one. Okay. So until next time, everybody, try and stay warm, uh, but be happy and uh, try and be a wildflower and just kind of go with it and uh, bloom wherever you can. 